0: no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law eighteen plus terms and conditions apply see website for details with you and some other things he said the librarian came toward them with the book for mr waters who was fumbling near-sightedly in his pocket-book for his card i shall be very happy to see you at my room he said ah thank you he added taking his book with a simple relish as if it were something whose pleasantness was sensible to the touch. He gave Colville a scholar's far-off look as he turned to go. He was already as remote as the fifteenth century through the magic of the book, which he opened and began to read at once. Colville stared after him. He did not wish to come to just that yet, either. Life, active life, life of his own day, called to him. He had been one of its busiest children— could he turn his back upon it for any charm or use that was in the past again that unnerving doubt that paralyzing distrust beset him and tempted him to curse the day in which he had returned to this outworn old world idler on its modern surface or delver in its deep-hearted past could he reconcile himself to it what did he care for the italians of to-day Or the history of the florentines as expressed in their architectural monuments it was the problems of the vast tumultuous american life which he had turned his back on that really concerned him later he might take up the study that fascinated yonder old man but for the present it was intolerable he was no longer young that was true but with an ache of old regret he felt that he had not yet lived his life that his was a baffled destiny an arrested fate a lady came up and took his turn with the librarian and colville did not stay for another he went out and walked down the lung arno toward the cascine the sun danced on the river and bathed the long line of pale buff and gray houses that followed its curve and ceased in the mist of leafless treetops where the Cascine began it was not the hour of the promenade and there was little driving but the sidewalks were peopled thickly enough with persons in groups or singly who had the air of straying aimlessly up and down with no purpose but to be in the sun after the rainy weather of the past week there were faces of invalids wistful and thin and here and there a man muffled to the chin lounged feebly on the parapet and stared at the river colville hastened by them they seemed to claim him as one of their ailing and aging company and just then he was in the humor of being very young and strong a carriage passed before him through the kashine gates and drove down the road next the river he followed and when it had got a little way it stopped at the roadside and a lady and little girl alighted, who looked about and caught sight of him, and then obviously waited for him to come up with them. It was Imogene and Effie Bowen, and the young girl called to him. "'We thought it was you. Aren't you astonished to find us here at this hour?' she demanded, as soon as he came up, and gave him her hand. "'Mrs. Bowen sent us for our health—or Effie's health.' AND I WAS JUST MAKING THE MAN STOP AND LET US OUT FOR A LITTLE WALK. "'My health is very much broken, too, Miss Effie,' said Colville. "'Will you let me walk with you?' The child smiled as she did at Colville's speeches, which she apparently considered all jokes, but diplomatically referred the decision to Imogene with an upward glance. "'We shall be very glad indeed,' said the girl.' that's very polite of you but miss effie makes no effort to conceal her dismay said colville the little girl smiled again and her smile was so like the smile of Lena ridgely twenty years ago that his next words were inevitably tinged with reminiscence does one still come for one's health to the cascine when i was in florence before there was no other place if one went to look for it with young ladies the cascine or the bovoli gardens do they keep the fountain of youth turned on here during the winter still i have never seen it said imogene gaily of course not you never looked for it neither did i when i was here before but it wouldn't escape me now since he had met them he had aged again in spite of his resolutions to the contrary somehow beside their buoyancy and bloom the youth in his heart faded imogene had started forward as soon as he joined them and colville with effie's gloved hand stolen shyly in his was finding it quite enough to keep up with her in her elastic advance she wore a long habit of silk whose fur-trimmed edge wandered diagonally across her breast and down to the edge of her walking dress to colville whom her girlish slimness in her ball costume had puzzled after his original impressions of Junonian abundance, she did not so much dwindle as seemed to vanish from the proportions his visions had assigned her that first night when he saw her standing before the mirror. In this outdoor avatar, this companionship with the sun and breeze, she was new to him again, and he found himself searching his consciousness for his lost acquaintance with her and feeling as if he knew her less and less perhaps indeed she had no very distinctive individuality perhaps at her age no woman has but waits for it to come to her through life through experience she was an expression of youth of health of beauty and of the moral loveliness that comes from a fortunate combination of these but beyond this she was elusive in a way that seemed to characterize her even materially he could not make anything more of the mystery as he walked at her side and he went thinking formlessly as people always think that with the child or with her mother he would have had a community of interest and feeling which he lacked with this splendid girlhood he was both too young and too old for it and then while he answered this or that To imogene's talk aptly enough his mind went back to the time when this mystery was no mystery or when he was contemporary with it and if he did not understand it at least accepted it as if it were the most natural thing in the world it seemed a longer time now since it had been in his world than it was since he was a child Should you have thought, she asked, turning her face back toward him, that it would be so hot in the sun to-day? Oh, that beautiful river! How it twists and writhes along! Do you remember that sonnet of Longfellow's? The one he wrote in Italian about the Ponte Vecchio and the Arno twisting like a dragon underneath it? They say that Hawthorne used to live in a villa just behind the hill over there. We're going to look it up as soon as the weather is settled. DON'T YOU THINK HIS BOOKS ARE PERFECTLY FASCINATING?' "'Yes,' said Colville. "'Only I should want a good while to say it.' "'I shouldn't,' retorted the girl. "'When you've said fascinating, you've said everything. There's no other word for them. Don't you like to talk about the books you've read?' "'I would if I could remember the names of the characters, but I get them mixed up.' "'Oh, I never do.' I remember the least one of them, and all they do and say. I used to. It seems to me you used to do everything. It seems to me as if I did. I remember when I think that my youth was half divine. Oh, Tennyson, yes, he's fascinating. Don't you think he's fascinating? Very, said Colville he was wondering whether this were the kind of talk that he thought was literary when he was a young fellow how perfectly weird the vision of sin is imogene continued don't you like weird things weird things colville reflected yes but i don't see very much in them any more the fact is they don't seem to come to anything in particular oh i think they do i've had dreams that i've lived on for days do you ever have prophetic dreams yes but they never come true when they do i